Another good week for Atlantic Trojan basketball. They reached their 11th win of the season. The upend Red Oak on Tuesday and down 7th rated at St. Albert in Class 1A on their court on Friday night. On Thursday night, we're joined by Atlantic head coach Dan Vargas and coach uh, another great week. Uh, your team's playing well. You top Red Oak in uh, dominating fashion on Tuesday. Thursday, you travel to uh, St. Albert and uh, a seventh rated team and, and uh, the leaders in the Hawkeye 10 Conference and you uh, come away with a victory on the road. Let's talk about St. Albert first and we'll get back to, to Red Oak, but what a big win. What was the keys here? What was the, uh, talk about the keys to success in that game. No, I think the biggest one that we got to hit first is our rebounding. Uh, they're a very tall team. Um, I think they might be the tallest team that we've seen this season. Uh, that is six, four, six, three, six foot, a couple five tens and, and some five, seven players. Uh, you know, so that, that was a little bit tough. Um, but our, our girls, uh, Played very good defense, first of all, forced them into long shots, but then limited them to one uh, attempt. We, we did a pretty good job uh, on preventing some offensive rebounds. Uh, there were a couple times where they'd have a possession where I think there was one that comes to mind where they probably had five, uh, just like those layup, miss, put back, layup, miss, put backs. Uh, that kind of made it look like they had a few more, but uh, we did a really good job defensively of, of making it hard to get the ball in the, in the missy in the paint. And then we, we'd challenge them to beat us from a three-point line. And in the first half, they were cold, uh, only scored 12 points. So I, I thought our defense did a great job. Um, everybody did their role. Um, they, they bought into what we wanted to do and, and were able to do it. Um, and then second half, they got a little bit warmer in the, the third, end of the third and end of the fourth quarter and got hot and started to hit some shots. Um, but fortunately, we were also hot. Uh, we hit eight threes. Uh, Maddie Richter was huge in that. She had four in the first half for us. And the second half between Maddie Huddleston and Peyton Harder, I think they combined for four more. So uh, that, that's a big deal when you can get different girls scoring from different spots. Um, but I, I was very impressed with, with our girls rebounding in that game. Mm. Go to 11-4 in the season. So the Hawkeye 10 conference standings look like this. St. Albert at 6-1, and one, Harlan 6-1. and one. You still have those two teams to go. As far as games that count as conference games, Glenwood seven and two, Lewis Central five and two, Atlantic at four and two in the conference. So a lot of conference games coming up uh, for the Trojans here uh, down the road. What else in that game? I know St. Albert. You mentioned they they started hitting some shots, but you still again the team uh, didn't panic and uh, they were able to hold off uh, the Saints in the second half. Talk about that, coach. Well, that was big because in the beginning of the fourth quarter, you could sense some nerves. Uh, we started off the quarter uh, not absolutely opposite of how we wanted to. Uh, we came out, we had some bad turnovers right away. They had, we had some that we just threw right to them for layups at the other end um, and just got a little bit flustered. And then uh, our, our leaders, again, stepped up on the floor. Um, you know, Maddie Huddleston was one that really stepped up for us. Uh, she was breaking the pressure a little bit. Um, they were trying to face guard Jada. Uh, and then Maddie just kind of took over, got the ball across half, and then Jada did her job as well when she get the ball. Um, she helped get us calmed down and, and slowed the game down. Uh, we were up 19 at one point in the fourth or 17, and uh, it ended up getting as close as eight until they hit the, the three at the buzzer to make it five. Um, but our, our girls did uh, just enough in the fourth that we needed to. We needed a big shot. We got it. Um, Aubrey Geyer got into the paint, got a foul on Missy, went and knocked down a free throw to, to extend the lead a little uh-huh. bit. Um, just plays like that. But, uh, you know, the biggest thing was, like I said, our leaders just calming everybody down, um, slowing down, and not playing that frantic end-of-the-game pace that the teams uh, that are losing want you to do. You know, the more chaos you can create for your opponent, the less comfortable they are. And they did a good job of creating some chaos. 
Um, but again, we've been there, we've done that, we've been in those situations a couple times now, and we've learned how to win it, and they did it again. Well, you had it, so now we're just our second loss. So you've, you fell short to Harlan, Glenwood, Lewis Central, but uh, then you come back and, and you, I would call this a signature win of the season uh, with a win over St. Albert, who was, um, you know, what, 13-1 and one coming into the contest. What does that win mean for this ball club moving forward? Well, I think it's just another confidence boost. They realize that it doesn't matter who we play, we can win. Um, I know midseason when uh, we hadn't really used the word state, uh, we, didn't, we don't really talk much about that. Um, we, we try to spend more time on getting better. Um, but at the same time, you do have to address that a little bit. You got to let the girls know, you know, if you want to get there, it's possible. And you know, the last couple of years, it's it's kind of been a bit of a reach. Uh, we had a year or two where maybe we could have that conversation. But this is a group where uh, I think the goals just shifted a little bit um, over the last few weeks. We've won some games. Um, I know there was some frustration after the Kemper game that uh, we didn't play as well as we'd hoped. But then Kemper goes on a win streak and knocks off some yeah. top teams and proves that they're legit. So I think our girls are starting to realize that. Um, our wins are a little more quality than maybe they thought at the time, um, and that we had girls step up. We we can trust each other. We can play together, um, and, and we're going to be dangerous down the home stretch. And I think we're getting to that point where um, Atlantic basketball right now you, that's not a team you want to see in your draw. And, and I think our girls are, are starting to feel pretty confident, feel good about it. Mm, no doubt, uh, Red Oak win, a pretty dominating coach in that uh, game. Your starters, uh, you cleaned your cleared your bench there that. Uh, second half gave those young players a good opportunity to get some action in and uh, really uh, held uh, Red Oak scoreless uh, in that first quarter. And uh, talk about that win. Yeah, our, our defensive pressure, uh, they, they really struggled with that. Um, our girls were very active. We told them we had to be. Um, you know, our 1-2-2, our, our you know, I don't know how familiar people are with this, but we don't run it the same way every game. We, we run it a lot of different ways. <laughs> and against Red Oak, yeah. we got really aggressive and we were jumping passes. Um, you know, and then against St. Albert, it was different. We kind of stayed a little more back and, and try to help down in the post. Uh, there's adjustments we make all the time, and our, our girls really enjoyed ramping it up a little bit and going for the steals uh, and then getting into paint and finishing. So um, I, I thought defensively that was the biggest key. They had, I think, um, eight points at half. They were at five before they hit a buzzer beater from about half court. Um, you know, anytime you hold a team to single digits and a half or even, uh, you know, 12 or 15 points, that's pretty dang good. So um, our defense is definitely what carried us, and then our offense. Um, it has been improving over the last few weeks, and, and our execution is getting a lot cleaner. Uh, but against Red Oak, it was definitely defense. Well, let's move uh, to Monday. A doubleheader with Creston at Atlantic. A girls varsity game will start after the JV game right around 6 o'clock. You topped Creston the first time around. What about this second uh, round number two, Coach? Yeah, well, they, they've improved. Um, I think the last time we played them, they were shooting 7% from the three-point line, and they're up to 17. Uh, you know, it's still not eye-popping stat, but it's 10% higher. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we were able to focus on door and pop and only had to focus on door and pop. Um, we're still going to focus on door and pop. But um, now Nevaeh Randall's been – she's averaging about six, and J.C. Krolik's averaging five. And they got another girl, uh, Keely Cohn, averaging four. So – uh, they're starting to be able to score a little bit more effectively, so uh, it's not going to be uh, quite the game that I think it was last time. I, I hope it is. Uh, I know that was the third game that week for us, and we were a little bit fatigued. Um, but we're going to have to come out, and it's a conference game. You know, first time around wasn't. This one is. Uh, and one of our goals is to, to finish top two in the Hawkeye 10, and this is one of those games where we need to take care of business. Um, you know, obviously a lot of respect for, for Pop. She's a great player. Uh, we got to keep her at or below her average, and that, that's always the goal. Um, you know, you're not going to shut down Dorn Pop. You're not going to keep her at zero. Um, she's not going to go sit on the bench and pout. She's going to come out and play, score points, and try to keep her team in the game. So 
we can't let her, uh, the games where they've been successful, she's scored over 20, 25 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to just keep her contained and keep her around her average, and uh, then good things should happen. Well, let's talk about the, your players here, Coach, and kind of break down uh, the contributors here so far. No, yeah, well, obviously, um, you know, we'll start with Jada, our point guard. Um, th- this has been kind of a, a cool thing where this season she's had to do a lot of different things. Um, there have been times where she's needed to be the scorer and she steps up and scores. And then there's times where we don't need her to score. Uh, against St. Albert, she had the free throw line and, and one field goal. Um, but what she does is, is defensively, teams, are they have to respect her. They, they have to be smart with their passing. They can't force a pass or she's going to get it. She's either going to steal it or deflect it. Um, she's one of the leading uh, steals uh, players in the, the state, and she's also in the top with assists. So she's a good distributor. She's a solid point guard and a great leader for us this season. Uh, Peyton Harder, uh, she's our leading scorer. She's averaging about 15 or so a game. Uh, again, she's starting to, to get a little bit better um, scoring from the perimeter. Um, and, and then defensively, she's really gotten comfortable. That's her biggest growth from last year to this year was the, the defensive side. She's been jumping passes, and uh, she's a rebounding machine. Uh, Aubrey Geyer, again, a player who has really made a big difference for us. Um, scoring a lot more points. She's averaging about eight a game, rebounding, altering shots in the paint, and then she's just one of those hustle players. Um, she's going to force people to get uncomfortable. She's going to guard you tight. Uh, you drive. She has the length to block your shot or make you think about wanting to shoot. Uh, and uh, Offensively, she's a mismatch. She plays a little bit of that guard position more than post, uh, and when you put a guard on her, that's a big advantage for her. Uh, Kira Olsen is, is against St. Albert really stepped up. She's a physical player. When we play a a bigger post, she's able to go in and give us really good defensive minutes uh, against smaller lineups. Uh, it's a little bit harder for her, um, but I thought she did a great job. She scored her first points against Red Oak to help us get going. Uh, and uh, Maddie Huddleston has been big. She's been getting more consistent. She's getting more confident. She's turning the ball over uh, a lot less. Uh, in fact, she's, I think, one of our leaders in, in playing cleanly. Uh, and then her three points, she's one of our leading scorers from there. And then uh, the other Maddie, Maddie Richter, uh, lighten up the three-point line. She's averaging over 30%. She hit four um, in the first and second quarter. She was four for four to start against St. Albert and really forced them to change the way they defended us. Uh, and then having Claire Pellet, she's just an energy player. She's all over the place. Uh, against St. Albert, she went in and, and really got after it and, and forced them to be patient. She was all over the place. They couldn't just move the ball around the arc and swing it and throw it in. She made them go outside a little bit more. Um, and then she rebounded fantastic. She was boxing players out all over the place that were, she was undersized, uh, but she was just playing with heart and did a great job there. So th- those seven have really uh, been big for us. Uh, and then Zoe Kirkhoff, um, she's been giving us some valuable minutes off the bench when needed. Uh, we play pretty tight with seven, uh, maybe eight girls a night. Um, and Zoe's been starting to contribute in those roles as well. Coach, thank you. Appreciate it. Anything else you want to add today? Let's go back real quick here. Uh, Tuesday was a special night uh, with uh, Tony Miller speaking about his journey with cancer. Uh, you raised a lot of money. In fact, you reached your goal. Yeah, um, our, our previous high, I think in 2017-18, we raised over uh, $2,600. Uh, and this week, we raised 3500 for the American Cancer Society. Wow. Um, and that says a lot about our community and stuff and our kids and, and everybody that helped with that. Uh, the AHS Fuel Kids helped plan all that out. Um, Idra Brummer, our president, did a great job helping organize, and all our kids stepped up. Um, Abby Muller was a big part of that as well. Um, and then it was awesome to have Tony come in and speak. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's somebody who's lived it. I haven't. Um, you know, so it's good to have someone come in and, and share their story with people on why this matters. Uh, you know, I know people give a lot of money to a lot of things, but this is something that I, I think hits most people. Um, cancer is unfortunately everywhere. 
Um, and, and again, I'm very passionate about that with my family and uh, people that we've lost. So uh, very thankful for that. But it, it was awesome to see our community give so much. And uh, I know Red Oak, um, I saw their fans put money in the donations as well. That was awesome. Um, everybody coming together for a cause. So um, thank you to everybody to help with that. And that, that was a lot of fun. When you talk about coaches against cancer, um, I mean, this is a program, and, and uh, Tony Miller talked about uh, what this program provides when he was uh, healing and treating. Yeah, I mean, his, uh, he wanted to do some exercise. You know, it's one of those things where when you're, when you're stuck in, in one of those places, they're, they're trying to make it as best uh, as they can for you, uh, make you comfortable. But, you know, there, there's only so much you can do. And, uh, you know, he talked about how he was a half marathon runner and, and then couldn't even walk hardly. Um, and, and, you know, when he told me that coaches versus cancer is what paid for his treadmill and all that stuff, I just thought that was really cool that, um, you know, it's a cause that we help. Sometimes people wondered, you know, where's my charity money going? You know, what's that being used for? Um, and, and for this is a great example. It, it stayed with our own people. Um, Tony's over in Omaha and there's a coaches versus cancer room. That money that we're giving goes directly to that. Um, you know, it's not going, uh, who knows where it's, affecting people that, in our community that we know, love, and care about. So um, Coaches vs. Cancer is a great organization. That's the reason we work with them. There's a lot of organizations that, uh, you know, maybe have had some issues in the past, but we wanted to make sure American Cancer Society, we've looked through them, uh, we've seen them do good things and help people. Uh, so we feel that that's a great great charity to give to, and we're going to continue to do that. Awesome. Coach, thank you. Appreciate it. Congrats. Uh, great season, 11-4. and four. Uh, here on the year with uh, Creston coming to town on Monday night. If you can't make it the game, we'll have the broadcast and live video streamed on westerniowatoday.com. You have a great weekend. Uh, we'll see you on Monday. Sounds good. Thank you very much, Tom. You enjoy your weekend. Thank you. And we'll be back to talk to Derek Hall, head boys basketball coach. We'll also hear from Clint Rowland uh, coming up as well as we'll talk archery here on Atlantic Sports as Saturday, KS95.7 FM. Dana Dreger also will be along as well. We're back right after this.